0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: Dan Snyder and his wife Tanya have apparently taken the first step toward possibly selling
2: the franchise. Also this morning. An arrest in the shooting of Washington Commander's running back Brian Robinson on 8th Street Northeast. I'm Dick Iuliano.
1: That raises the interest rates that
3: I was off 505 at the close.
4: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage.
3: Tom Foti in Washington. The Houston Astros not only tied the World Series at two games apiece, their pitching staff kept the Phillies scoreless and hitless, a World Series no-hitter. Second one in World Series history, Christian Javier, the first six, and then it was the Braves striking out the side,
4: and then a one, two, three, inning from there from Rafael Montero, and Ryan Presley, as he did back in June, gets the final three outs on a combined no hitter that was started by Christian
3: Javier. Joe Davis summing things up on Fox Sports. There have been more missiles taking off from North Korea tonight. One of them, an intercontinental ballistic missile, apparently fizzled, but it was enough to set off alarms in northern Japan. North Korea expert Ralph Casa. This isn't a crisis, quote unquote. Nobody has died. No one has been killed. Uh, but it is, you know, an increase in rhetoric and it is, uh, more importantly, an increased demonstration of North Korean capabilities. And this late-related word from the South Korean Air Force, South Korea and the U.S. agreeing to extend the ongoing joint air drill exercises, which always upset North Korea. Also, just in from overseas, Ukraine's energy agency reporting the huge Zaporizhia nuclear power plant now again disconnected from the power grid following Russian shelling. That tends to increase the chances of a dangerous nuclear accident. Back here, the Federal Reserve raises its key short-term lending rate, highest level now in 15 years. Business reporter Jason Brooks. Fed Chair Jerome Powell told the press conference
5: that the Fed may have to move rates even higher than it expected in September due to recent inflation readings. But he acknowledged that higher rates have slowed down consumer spending and that the central
4: bank
3: may start to moderate the pace of rate hikes at its next meeting in December. Wall Street did not like that one bit. In a Wednesday night speech in Washington, just six days before the midterm elections, President Biden pleaded with the voters to, as he put it, save American democracy from Trump supporters' election denying lies and the violence that he says they have inspired. More victim relatives and survivors of the Parkland, Florida school shooting got their chance to address the convicted shooter, Nicholas Cruz, in court. Samantha Fuentes was shot back then. Without
0: your stupid gun, you are
3: nothing. My name is Sam Fuentes, and you will not forget me. I'll
1: never forgive or f- forget what you've done.
3: And to say I won't be angry for the rest of my life would be a lie. Cruz was formally sentenced to life without parole. Hospital officials in Illinois say surgeons at Northwestern Medicine have successfully transplanted a heart donated after circulatory death for the first time in Illinois history.
6: This technology can potentially increase the number of transplants in the United States by 20 to 30 percent.
3: Dr. Duke Thin Pham at Northwestern Medicine, this is CBS News.
4: Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Finding great candidates to hire can be like,
1: well... A Thursday morning, November 3rd, 2022. Clear with some patchy fog by daybreak this Thursday. Low in the 50s and holding before we're done. We're at 57 at our nation's capital right now. A Thursday morning to you. Welcome in. glad you're with us this early morning. I'm Dean Lane. Among the top stories we're following for you as we ride into this early 2 a.m. hour together, we begin this morning with several stories tied to the Washington Commanders. The newest is this. Media entrepreneur Byron Allen reportedly preparing a bid to buy the Commanders. That's what people familiar with the matter are telling Bloomberg this morning. Now, if Allen succeeds here, he would be the first black majority owner of an NFL team. This story comes on the heels of another announcement this week.
4: Washington owner Dan Snyder once said he'd never change the team name. They've become the Commanders in the last calendar year. Snyder also said he'd never sell the franchise. In a statement, Dan and his wife Tanya announced that they have hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions. Now, potential transactions could mean anything from adding minority owners to the selling of the franchise. Snyder purchased a majority stake in 23 years ago. Snyder, in the statement, says he remains. Committed to the team, Forbes Magazine values the commanders at $5.6 billion. Dave Preston, WTOP News. The U.S. Attorney's Office in the
1: Eastern District of Virginia has opened a criminal investigation and accusations of financial wrongdoing by the commanders. That coming from two sources this week familiar with the matter speaking with ESPN. The sources say the inquiry was apparently triggered by a letter the House Oversight Committee sent to the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, and several attorneys general at the same time back in this spring and April regarding possibly deceptive business practices. In a response, an attorney for the team tells ESPN the accusations are simply untrue. Now to our third commander story. This early Thursday morning for you on WTOP, DC police now say tips from the community have led to an arrest in the August shooting
2: of a young running back. Commander's rookie Brian Robinson was new in town, visiting Popular 8th Street Northeast that Sunday afternoon when he was shot in an attempted carjacking. He underwent treatment and rehab before retaking the field. D.C. Police Chief Robert Cotty says a teenager's been taken into custody.
3: Members of MPD's Criminal Apprehension Unit arrested a
2: 17-year-old male. In no small measure, the police chief credits the community.
3: It was because the community called and text our tip line that we are able to make
2: this arrest. Chief Cotty has renewed his plea for accountability and for families to exert better control over kids acting out violently with guns. On 8th Street Northeast, Dick Giuliano, WTOP News.
1: WTOP at 206. In other news, this Thursday morning, early hour, a WTOP also developing newly released footage is painting a clearer picture this hour of the chaos that ensued after a Northern Virginia car chase ended with a man on the run getting out of a crashed car and opening fire. Now, we want to warn you here at WTOP this early morning, this report does contain the sound of sirens and
4: car horns. It was due to vehicle It was October the 6th when Ricardo Singleton led police in Arlington on a chase that ended in Fairfax County. Shot
0: fired at Graham and 50.
4: Released now is sound and video from Arlington and Fairfax County police that night.
0: High nice speed chase. Look at that.
4: Also a woman driving nearby captured video of Singleton getting out of his wrecked car and opening fire on Graham Road. Singleton faces many charges. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis says the videos show his officers showed poise with only one officer returning fire. For
3: them to have that, that amount of grace under pressure, knowing that one of their colleagues was just fired on.
4: No one, including Singleton, was hurt. Hands up. Hands up. Hands up. Mike Marillo, WTOP News.
1: You can see the newly released video just a click away. At our website, wtlp.com Good Thursday morning, November 3rd, 2022. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 2.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. I think it weather on the 8th and when it breaks.
5: Let's check it out this morning with Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, 70 west on the shed, west of Frederick and up toward Braddock Heights, just beyond exit 49 near Maumark marker forty eight. Uh, the crash along the left side, you stay right to get by, brief but abrupt slowdown there. 70 eastbound, approaching the exit for New Market, exit 62. All lanes are open at the crash. They did have the left lane blocked on the westbound side to recover the tractor trailer. Believe that operation's been completed. Now the lanes are open there as well. 95 south on shed, south toward the south entrance to the Baltimore Bellway, exit 49. Still getting by the work zone, two lanes left. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, southbound near I-195. Single-file left, get you by the work zone, 270 south near 85 Town Pike. Single-left lane through the work. Uh, uh, 50 westbound on the Bay Bridge. Westbound span block for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction of travel. Delays have been brief. Beyond that point, 50 west between Baydale Drive and the beginning of the Seven River Bridge. Single-file left, get you by the work zone. Keep in mind, the ramp to go north on Route 2, Ritchie Highway, exit 27B. That ramp blocked as part of that work. They're doing paving on that ramp uh, this morning. Uh, 100 westbound near I-1, uh, I-95 one I in Elkridge. The right lane and the off ramp that would take you towards southbound 95 is closed. Ramp to go north on 95 is open. Uh, George Avenue northbound at 16th Street. the Work zone has you down to a single right lane getting by. Virginia 66 westbound approaching Nutley Street. Stay left past the work. As you approach and pass route 50 Fairfax single file right gets you by but the exits to both eastbound and westbound 50 closed as part of that work zone. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Mixed to a new car, or Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic.
4: Storm Team 4 tracking some great weather, starting off on a cool note on your Thursday, but not overly cool. Look for high temperatures, though, increasing to the upper 60s to low 70s, going 70 in the city and more sunshine during the afternoon. Friday, a high of 74 degrees. I'll call it a fantastic Friday. And on Saturday, going for a high of 77. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 49 in Rockville, 48 in Ashburn this morning, 50 in District
1: Heights. We're at 57 and holding in our nation's capital this 2 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, November 3rd. Glad you're with us this early morning. Welcome into WTOP. Brought to you this check by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at two eleven.
7: Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting Breast Cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives.
6: The architect of the Capitol accused of ethics violations. I'm Neil Augenstein.
1: That's coming right up this early morning on WTOP
0: for you. You're with Dean Lane
1: on WTOP. It's 212. Metro riders, your chance to ride that silver line to Loudoun County getting closer. WTOP's on John Doman taking an inbound ride from the line's last stop to Dulles Airport.
8: Doors are closing. Train departing. This has been a vision for Dulles Airport for 70 years.
3: And Metropolitan Washington Airports Authority President and CEO Jack Potter was beaming after a 7,000-series train pulled into Dulles Airport. Doors opening on
6: the left. It's already brought a lot of
3: activity, economic activity, to this corridor. That was apparent as we took off from the Ashburn Station, which is surrounded by new development. And so Metro GM Randy Clark says even if the hour-long ride from the airport to downtown is the anchor, We're going to have a lot of people that might be at Loudon Station when we just left that go to Tyson's for the day and they work there. In fact, he's counting on it. On the Silver Line Extension, John Dome and WTOP News.
1: Did you know, speaking of transportation issues, there is now locally less crashes and traffic and more bike riders on a very busy road in Alexandria. New reports on this issue shows that it is because they reduced the number of lanes that cars could travel in.
9: The report on the Seminary Road diet shows that there was a 41% reduction in crashes along the one-mile stretch between North Howard and Quaker Lane. They also found zero crashes in which people were killed or seriously injured since the completion, and speeding and traffic volumes decreased except for eastbound during the morning rush hour. The city of Alexandria changed the road in 2019 from a four-lane highway to one lane of travel each way, a turn lane, and bike lanes. Luke Luker,
2: WTOP News.
1: WTOP at 214, the architect of the Capitol under fire for apparently offering tours to so-called patriots in the weeks just leading up to the November 2020 election. The federal watchdog is accusing him of ethics violations here.
6: Brett Blanton was appointed by then-President Trump. The Inspector General's report says in September 2020, when the Capitol was closed for COVID, Blanton's wife offered private tours. She posted a photo of Blanton and family in the dome of the Capitol that read, This is happening. All patriots welcome. Another read, Contact me for a private tour. The IG report says the posts create the appearance of impropriety. Most of the report accuses Blanton of abuse of government property and wasting taxpayer dollars by letting his family drive government vehicles and driving them on family vacations. Neil Logenstein, WTOP News. WTOP 215.
0: Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Yeah, Thursday morning, November 3rd.
8: Indeed, sports time at 2.15. Here's Rob. The Wizards kicked off a miserable sports night for Philadelphia by beating the 76ers 121-111 to notch their third win in their last four meetings with the Sixers. Wes Unseld Jr. I think we were aggressive. Just I have 70 points in the paint. So it, it, those are high-efficiency looks. That allows you to kind of stem the tide. It's tough, but we know that they're going to shoot a ton. The The Sixers made 19 of them while the Wizards made only five to become the first team in NBA history to win despite such a wide three point shooting disadvantage. The game was played earlier to account for World Series game four in Philadelphia, which was a historic five nothing win for Houston to even the series at two games apiece. Dusty Baker's team pitched the first combined no hitter in World Series history. But why not stay with Christian Javier the whole way, Dusty? We had a fresh bullpen. Our guys are throwing good down there. We had him around 100. We didn't want to start him out that, you know, in that next inning. But uh, boy, that was some way to win a ball game. No kidding. It was the first World Series no hitter in 66 years. But the news of the day centered locally on the Washington Commanders. Off the field, co-owners Dan and Tanya Snyder are exploring potential transactions involving the team which likely means a sale of the franchise, Taylor Heineke. That's been kind of talk around town
9: for a while now, and I think Coach Rivera does a really good job of keeping that away from us um, and letting us focus on football.
8: And on the practice field, Chase Young was there for the first time in nearly a year with a brace on his surgically repaired knee. I feel real good, man, Uh, just to be out there with my teammates. I feel like I was part of the guys again. Ron Rivera said after practice, Young looked quick and spry. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Right, thanks, Rob. As always, two sixteen Thursday morning, November
1: 3rd on WTOP. One of the top stories we're following for you this 2 a.m. hour on T.O.P. Washington commanders, as you just heard from Rob, say team owners Dan and Tanya Snyder have officially hired Bank of America to consider transactions that may include a sale officially of the team. And this morning, Bloomberg is reporting media tycoon Byron Allen is getting ready to bid for the team. ESPN also reporting federal prosecutors on another front in Virginia have now opened a criminal investigation into the team's finances. Also, a 17-year-old is under arrest this morning, we're told, in the August shooting of Commander's running back, Brian Robinson Jr. In other news this morning, five days before the midterms elections are just around the corner, President Biden is imploring voters to save American democracy from the election-denying lies of supporters of former President Trump. And the violence, he says... That they've inspired House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy responding to the president and his statements last night by accusing Mr. Biden of trying to divide and deflect in the nation. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. For the time now, is 2.17. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell making it official, saying more rate increases are needed to bring down inflation. Jason
4: Brooks with that. Following the Fed's fourth straight three-quarters of a percentage point rate increase, Fed Chair Jerome Powell told the press conference that recent inflation data suggests that the central bank may ultimately lift rates to higher levels than it thought at its previous meeting. Powell said that the time to slow rate hikes may come as soon as the December meeting, but he said it's very premature to be thinking of pausing rate hikes
1: reaction on wall street at the closing bell wednesday midweek trading the dow lost 506 nasdaq was off 366 the s&p 500 were up 96 points the thursday morning november 3rd it's two eighteen in the morning on wtop traffic and weather on the eights and when
5: it breaks rich hunters with this in the wtop traffic center all right working on the beltway leaving montgomery county on the loop beginning after river road and extending across the american legion bridge Toward the bridge for Georgetown, Pike again, eventually down to one single lane to the left through that work zone. As of late with lighter volume delays of ease, but again, it is still a slowdown there as a result of that work. Now further south, as you head south of 123, past Route 7 toward 66, single right lane gets you by the work zone. Uh, keep in mind there, the exit route to go west on 66 is closed. You're diverted further south to Route 50, Interloop, uh, the only work, to, uh, actually there is no work on the loop tonight, uh, between Springfield and the American Legion Bridge, so good news there. Uh, working 395 north, approaching Washington Boulevard, the right lane in the off ramp, which takes you toward the Pentagon, exit AB closed by the work zone. Again, follow the posted detour. Southbound 95, the only work zone near the rest area, car rest area in Dale City. That blocks the left lane at 3, you get by without delay. Maryland Beltway, out loop between Route 4, Pennsylvania Avenue, and Richie Marlborough Road, eventually down to one single lane to the right through that work zone. And then on the inner loop as you head east of Connecticut Avenue toward George Avenue to right lanes, get you by the work. And then as you approach and pass 450 Annapolis Road to left lanes, get you by the work. There are 70 westbound as you head west of Frederick and just west of Braddock Heights near Mallmark or uh, 48 still getting by the crash cleanup. Single file to the right, Rich Hunter W, Toby Traffic. November, normally a
4: cooler month, but not starting off that way at all. Low temperatures are actually average temperatures in the low 60s in most locations. We're going to be in the 70s the next couple of days. Going for a high in the upper 60s to around 70 on your Thursday. We'll see increasing sunshine during the day. Friday, a high of 74 with sun. Saturday, going for 77 Just a few degrees shy of a record high. And on Sunday, high temperatures the low to mid-70s. But tracking a pretty good chance for some showers during the day. Not a washout, but something we'll watch for you. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron.
1: 50 degrees this early hour in Upper Marlboro, as well in Centerville. We have dropped a degree. We're at 56 now in our nation's capital. Thursday morning, November 3rd, 2022. Welcome in this early hour. This latest check brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design. Roofing experts, call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300, newlookhomedesign.com. Check them out. Good morning, welcome in 221 on WTOP.
0: You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car, but what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are, eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP.
4: The Invasion of Ukraine. Updates and analysis twenty-four seven, three sixty-five. 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. WTOP at
1: 221. Ever since Elon Musk took control of Twitter, people have been wondering whether or not he'll reinstate accounts of banned users like former President Donald Trump and entertainer Kanye West. Musk says that won't happen for weeks anyway, if it does happen. CNET editor-at-large Ian Schur says this morning, this makes
5: clear Musk is listening to the public. This is another example where Elon Musk appears to be understanding, at least a little bit, the influence that Twitter can have and the impact of restoring these harassing or hateful accounts could have on the platform. Musk is working on
1: content moderation, a counsel for that that would guide decision making on policing the actual platform itself. And who should be banned when they see something wrong. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on another front says that her husband Paul remains in the ICU after the attack by a man on Friday of last week who said he was looking for the speaker at the time. CBS correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti with more
4: information this Thursday morning about that assault. A terrifying series of events. DePAP trying to restrain Pelosi. Pelosi trying to grab the hammer. When police arrived, Pelosi could not maintain his grip. DePAP took the hammer, lunged at Pelosi, striking him in the head at full force, knocking Mr. Pelosi unconscious for about three minutes, waking up in a pool of his own blood. DePAP later told officers it was a suicide mission.
1: The Capitol Police said in a statement that they plan to fast-track ongoing work to protect members of Congress outside of Washington. WTOP News. Time now two twenty-three. To the world of sports, big news this week concerning the Washington Commanders. Owner Dan Snyder has made a move that could potentially mean that he is selling this team. He's brought on Bank of America Securities to explore potential transactions involving the franchise. This morning, the team says all options, including a complete sale of the team, are on the table, apparently. WTOP's George Wallace was at Commander's Practice.
9: Reaction is literally planning parade routes in D.C. If this <laughs> were to uh, become a reality, that he were to sell this franchise and move on because of all the damage he's done.
1: Now, what about uh, out at the parking in Ashburn? What about the players and and the coaches? How how do they see this potential sale?
9: Well, Sean, you know, Ron Rivera was asked about it first and foremost, as you could imagine. And he said very emphatically that his job is to focus on beating the Minnesota Vikings. He said that's an ownership front office question. His job is to help the players focus. And every player that we talked to in the locker room said the same exact thing, that Ron Rivera does a great job of making sure they focus on the task at hand, which is on the football field. Everybody hears it. Players, you can say all you want. They don't pay attention to social media. But with stuff like this, it's kind of hard not to hear what's going on. But they did say that Terry McLaurin said that, you know, we don't sit around our lockers talking about it. We know it's there, but we have to focus on the field.
7: All right, nuts and bolts. What's this deal, this potential deal? Well, what's happening here? Well, I, I think
9: it's a number of things, Hillary. I think the biggest thing for me is the fact that, the you know, just two weeks ago, Jim Irsay came out with his statement. And then the uh, team issued a statement saying that Mr. Ursay was wrong and that they're never selling this team. Well, the Forbes story comes out, and then the team a statement right after it, but there was no denial in that statement for the first time. So to me, that is the biggest thing here, is that we did not hear a denial and that everything's on the table. Could it be for a minority stake? Sure. But then you think who's actually going to want to buy into this right now because their previous minority owners are suing him right now. So who's going to want to get in business with, with Dan Snyder at this point? So but a number of things could have happened between now and then, just obviously speculating since the, the owner's meeting a couple of weeks ago. We're still waiting for the reports from the NFL. Maybe that has been leaked to some of the owners, and they know something that's in these reports, and they go to Dan Snyder and say, look, this it's time. You know, so... I don't think owners want to actually have to come down to a vote to this. So if they were to go to him on the side and say, Dan, it's time to go, why don't you start exploring this? But again, that's all speculation. Just where your mind goes when you hear just two weeks ago, we're never selling this team, then all of a sudden a little bigger than that. The fact that he can't get a stadium done, and if there were to be new owners coming into this team, would we get a new stadium around here? Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing, Sean. I think the NFL is they, they don't want to give him any more money. They they loaned him money a couple years ago to help him buy out the minority owners. Mm-hmm. I think the NFL is not going to give him any more money for a new stadium. And we all know no jurisdiction right here wants to do business with him right now. And at the NFL, they know FedEx Field is the worst, lowest attendance in the league. The stadium's falling apart, and they they just can't can't deal with that right now. So I think to your point, that is the biggest thing right. One of the biggest things right now is the stadium deal.
7: Is there a more hated owner in the NFL?
9: Mm-mm.
7: Okay, there
9: you go. No, I, I really don't think there is. For what he's. Done to this this fan base, to this franchise, and just you hear everybody around the NFL is always, always talking about it, especially around here, yeah. right? Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. Sports Director and Commander.